Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Greetings and blessings. Greetings and blessings and more greetings and blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, waiting for me to come on the show. Actually, I'm two minutes late. Um, sometimes I can be anal, but I'm not like that all the time. Um, once again, I'm so grateful to to have this uh, another opportunity to come forth and speak forth a truth, the truth in which I have experienced and um, have an understanding that others may be experiencing it as well. Uh, we here at the House of Sankofa Infinity, we're always talking about going within, going within, because we truly believe that that is the ultimate, the ultimate and the realest relationship that you can possibly have, and that's the relationship in which you have with yourself. So we talk about how to establish that relationship and how to maintain it, sustain it, and keep it moving you know, keep it moving in order that it may work together for your good. Now, (laughs) um, you know, this week has really, really, really been a beautiful, beautiful week for me. And I have to say it's been beautiful simply because there are avenues that are within my mind that are just opening up for more and more clarity. And the access to this clarity is allowing me to give and to to provide uh, information that may assist others, okay? And it, it's, just, it's just a joy. But not only that, because I am the receiver of the information, you have to understand that the information that is uploaded within me assist me first. See, I have to I have to be healed in some aspect of my life in order to convey healing. Now, that's just how I roll. That's my style. I cannot and I will not speak about something that I have not yet uh experienced within my own life. So the things in which I talk about are basically things that I have experienced in my life be it from an emotional perspective, financial, social perspective, uh, a mentally perspective, you know, just life, just life in general. You know, life is not, um, (laughs) how should I say it? Life is is integrated, yet it is so separated in so many ways because there's so many things that you can learn about yourself and the becoming of yourself, okay, the becoming, the coming forth of who you are um, in this day and time. And it is so important that we get understanding, 
you know, it's so important that we get understanding. It's so important that we listen to those who who seem to be on the path or has been on the path in which we are walking on. That is so important simply because we don't live in a vacuum. We don't live in a vacuum, and we're not an island unto ourselves. We have to listen, <laughs> listen to those who have walked the walk and are now doing the, you know, who are talking the talk and now doing the walk. Um, I And I say that, I say that simply because, you know, I've taken my, I realized something. You know, a lot of times we have habits, you know, habits, and sometimes these habits, you know, they can be a bit much. What do I mean by that, a bit much? They can be so habitual that it, it, it kind of interrupts and it blocks other things, other things coming into your life or the experience in which you need to have within, okay? For an example, I realized probably about a week and a half ago I had a habit, a habit, a strong appetite for accumulating knowledge. So I did a lot of reading. I mean, every time you see me, I had a book in my hand. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm at the movie theaters, and as I'm waiting at the movie theater, I have this book in my hand. I am always, always reading something. So I decided within myself that I want to just listen. So I'm going to fast, fast myself from the reading, reading all the time, okay? So I decided within myself that I was going to listen, and what what happened is that <laughs> I began to gravitate to those in which I need to be listening to, um, such as Dr. Jewel Pulkram, uh Dr. Blair, I think his name is Delbert Blair, um, the occultist 99, I believe I said that correctly, who comes on talk to you. Uh, every other Thursday evening at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I begin to pull in information, pull in information that already resonates with me, okay, and just makes it, actually it makes things plain and clear. The listening aspect, <laughs> when you listen, it causes the crooked places, hmm? the misalignments, the distortions within your own mind to balance themselves out, to smooth itself out. That's why, and I come from a Christian background, so, you know, every now and then I may use that, use that book as a reference you know, use some of the scriptures, but nevertheless, I, you know, and I'm not apologizing for that. It is what it is. Um, And I just lost my thoughts. (laughs) Basically, just by trying to explain. Um, But nevertheless, the Bible, you know, the, the, the Christian doctrine or the Bible, whatever you want to call it, 
it says, faith comes by hearing. It comes by hearing. So if you are hearing, then you have to be listening, all right? So does it say anything about, well, you have to read this scripture 50 million times (laughs) in order for it to resonate or get down into your subconscious? Does it say anything? It says faith comes by hearing, hearing the word. Where are you going to hear that word from? It's within. It's within you, the word or whatever that spoken truth is for you, because now I'm respecting your individuality. For you, it's within you. This is why it is important to get to a quiet space where you can get into a space where you can contemplate. You can contemplate on the things of life. You can reminisce on the things of life within you and actually have a complete conversation with yourself in this, in this moment, in that moment. We don't do enough of that. We don't go within enough. We, 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 we tend to go outside of ourselves. Go outside of ourselves. I guess, you know, you, we, we took it out of context when the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom, kingdom of God. We're thinking that we have to go outside of ourselves, but the kingdom of heaven is within. It's within. And that heaven is not a place. It is a state of consciousness, just as hell is a state of consciousness. If you think you are in hell, then so be it. You are in hell. But if you think you are in heaven, then so be it. You are in heaven. Now, what do you know about that heaven? What do you know about heaven? And this is where when you begin to talk about what you know, sometimes you begin to change the stories of your experiences in life. See? When you go within and go from the, what do I know? (laughs) What do I know? You begin to change the stories that you have created that has caused you to be in a circumstance or condition that is not to your liking. Last week, I talked about, you know, the, the, uh, and I want, you know, I'm going to call it, you can call them chakras, <laughs> you can call them wheels, you can call them whatever you want to, but I'm going to call them solar systems within the body, the seven basic solar systems that are within the body from an energetic perspective, spiritual perspective, because when I think about spirit, I think about energy. These seven fundamental energy um, solar systems within your body are, they have a certain particular function. For an example, I'm going to talk about the crown today. The crown is what do you know? What do I know? What is it that I know? When you begin to ask yourself, what do I know? You go within and ask, 
what do I know? What do I really, really know about this situation? How, how, how do I know about this situation? And not only that, in your knowing, ask yourself, where did I get the knowing from? Who is doing the knowing? Where did I get this information from? Is it organic? Is it organic? My knowledge of this situation or condition, is it organic? What do I mean by organic? Is it coming from you? Is it something original that you've never, never, never thought about before? You never thought about it before because no one never put it there. Because most of the time, the things that we know, the things that we know, we are actually scripted to know those things. We've been conditioned to know those things. So we run a particular program, okay? We run programs that speak that language, okay, that speaks that language, and I'll use myself as an example. When I say work out the crooked places, <laughs> where, where, where did I get that from? I got that from reading the Bible, the Christian doctrine in which I was raised from, brought out of, okay? That's where I got that from. But how does it mesh or how is it going to blend and resonate with who I am, how is it going to do that? I got to get in. How is it going to do that? I'm going to tell you how it does that. It does that based on my relationship in which I have with myself, the I am presence that I am. The spiritual, the nonsensical aspect of who I am. That's how I know, that is how I know how this, whatever this word is that I'm using, is going to mesh and blend in to what I already know from a non-physical aspect of who I am. So it starts all in the mind. What are you thinking? What are you thinking and why are you thinking and who is doing the thinking? Because a lot of times things outside of us that we've accumulated and brought into our lives over time is doing the thinking for us. And it's just running its course. It's almost like you having a cold. A flu, flu symptoms of some sort, and it's running its course, and it keeps running its course. It keeps repeating itself, and as it repeats itself, it perpetuates itself. It draws into your life the same old experiences over and over and over again, and then you have your you have conversations with how did I get like this? Where I I thought. I thought, once again, we're going back to thought. I thought, I thought, 
I removed myself from this? What what is causing me to go back to this? What is causing me to create this experience all over again? What am I to learn from this? What knowledge do I seek here? Because apparently there's a knowledge in which you seek within that situation. That is only within you. How else can you draw it to you? How else would you be able to draw it to you? Less that knowledge or whatever it is is within you. It has to be within you. We are the creators of our worlds. I was talking to someone the other day, and we were talking about different worlds, how we move from one reality to another. We were using the term world, but I'm going to say one reality to another. You know, how you, (laughs) how you, (laughs) if I go into, uh, if I walk down Main Street, I'm walking into another dimension, I'm walking into a different reality. And how do I fit in that reality? Okay. How will I fit in that reality? Or if I decide to go to the metaphysics uh, center down the street, how will I fit into that reality and dimension, if you will? How? How? I fit into it based on how it is already in me. (laughs) And I know this sound. I know it sounds kind of like, okay, (laughs) but I can't go there, I can't go to Main Street unless Main Street is already residing within me. I just have to understand when I get there that the thing in which I need from Main Street (laughs) will be there, and I will be in the right place at the right time. I can't go to the metaphysics center unless the metaphysics center is already within me. So if I recognize and I know without a shadow of a doubt that it's already within me, (laughs) then when I get there, I won't seem, I won't feel separated from it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because it's me. It's a part of me. It's an aspect of who I am. You ever sat in a restaurant? You should try this sometime. Go to a restaurant, have your dinner, whatever, and observe all the people that are in that restaurant. And as you are observing, I want you to ask yourself, well, who am I? Who am I? What you're going to find out is that who am I? I am that. I am that. I'm all of that. Because I cannot, it's almost like you looking at yourself from a different perspective. 
but it's you. You may look different, but it's still you. <laughs> you may be doing different things, but it's still you. This is how we realize that we are all connected. And even in that connection to one another, be it person, place, or a thing, we are still individualized aspects of the divine that expresses itself in different ways. So it's a matter of difference. We're all the same, but it is we're different. We're very different from one another. This is why I'm a woman and, and you know, we have men. <laughs> or I'm, you know, a woman of, in this day and time, in his life, I am a woman that appears to be of color. But there are other colors as well, you know. There are other colors as well. But at the same time, I am they too. I am those colors too. No one, no one is one particular color. They are all colors. They just are a color, the color that they are, or the pigment that they are, or the complexion that they are right now, just for the now moment, just for this moment in time. And time doesn't exist. Okay? So sometimes I know it can be a hard pill to swallow. Um, I know I know it is for me. Um, you know, and I still have my knee-jerking moments. You know, just because I do a show and I talk about these things, it doesn't mean that I don't have my knee-jerking moments. My knee-jerking moments. As a teacher, I must have my knee-jerking moments. Knee-jerking moments. <laughs> simply so that I can have a breakthrough and in that breaking through I can be I can teach. My teaching continues. It expands, it elevates itself. Other pathways within my mind are now open. And if other pathways or avenues in my mind are open, then there's space for newness to come in because the oldness is being pushed out and pushed aside and dissolved. If you want to stop thinking about something that is bothering you, that is causing interruption in your life, okay, or disturbance of some kind of way, distortion, put something, do something opposite of it, okay? And I'm going to say, I'm going to, once again, I'm going to use myself as an example. I will use myself as an example. (laughs) I want to stop thinking about this, A, B, C, and D. How do I stop thinking about A, B, C, and D? I stop thinking about it by replacing it by replacing it with something that is more beneficial to me. So if I 
am thinking about how upset or agitated I am about a particular person, place, or thing, then I have to reach for the thing that is opposite of that. You see? The thing that is opposite of that, the thing that is opposite of that for me is peace. It's peace. Now, because of the complexity of the brain itself, there's a process that has to, that all of this has to go through. I want to go to peace. So there's a process that my brain is going to go through chemically to smooth out the edges. <laughs> Smooth out the edges and pull back the layers of what doesn't belong there. And sometimes that process means that I may go from anger to disappointment, from disappointment to resentment, from resentment to just sad. (laughs) Just sad about it. Just sad about it. And weeping about it. And in that, there's a breakthrough. Then the peace will be uploaded. It will be brought to me. You see? It's all, everything, (laughs) everything is in the mind. Everything is in the mind. And it's how you perceive it in your mind is how will also be the same way of how it will play out in your life, in the external. For an example, let's go back to anger. Let's say I entertain anger for long, too long, what will happen is that experiences outside of me will perpetuate that anger, hmm? perpetuate it in such a way that it really begins to spiral down. It will spiral down into rage. Okay, and then it will spiral down into (laughs) other things that are coupled with rage. And if nothing is done, then something will be done outside of me. Okay, so I'm drawing everything into my life to cause this movement to continue within me, drawing everything in my life. Not only that, when I look at everybody, when I look at people, they look angry. (laughs) They look angry and honorary. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They're just bitter. They're wreaking bitterness. 
because they're, and they have to do that. Not that they're doing it intentionally, but the law, based on the law, they have to reflect back to me the very thing that I am or what's going on inside of me. Not that I am, but what is going on inside of me. Now, I have to make this point while that, since that came up. What I am and what I think about is two different things because I am that I am is the greatest, greatest, greatest aspect of my being. It's the greatest aspect of my being. What I think is based on external conditions and how I perceive them. It says, whatever a man thinketh in the heart, in his heart, so is he. So is he. Now, the reason why it says that is because you draw those things into your life, but you are not those things. <laughs> you are not those things. For an example, I thought for a very long time that I was an ugly duckling. A very long time. As a young child, that's what I was thinking about myself. But I wasn't that. That that was only what I was thinking about myself. But when I came into the knowledge of <laughs> a swan, the beauty of a swan, then my mind opened up to something completely different. And in the opening up, it began to dissolve the ugly duckling. Because the ugly duckling, the duckling wasn't a swan anyway. <laughs> it wasn't a swan anyway. So you can think, if you think contrary of who you are as a spiritual being, then, hey, shame on you. That is, you know, that would, to me, it would be, to me, that's an abomination. To me, that would be an abomination, uh, a, a violation against your own divinity. Because you're trying to, just by your thought, you're trying to coerce, and you're lying, lying to your own divinity that lies within you about who you are. When your divinity is like, oh, no, 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 no. This is why, this is why divinity is deductive reasoning. It's whole, complete, and perfect all the time. It is whole, complete, and perfect all the time. It is I as flesh having a flesh experience that inquires about the whole, but the whole never inquires about its parts because it's already whole, complete, and perfect. So when you're thinking, when you're thinking, ask yourself, how are you thinking and who is doing the thinking? <laughs> Who is doing the thinking? And why is it doing this thinking for you? And what, And just begin to think something different. See yourself, see yourself 
in darkness, coming out of darkness into the marvelous light or becoming one with that light. Yes, you have to travel darkness. Hey, we were in our mother's womb for nine months in pure darkness, so how can you not? (laughs) How can you not think that? How can you not know that? You will travel through darkness. And just as we here at Sankofa Infinity, the house of Sankofa Infinity, we're always taught, we, we tell it. You know, we, we say it like it is. If you find yourself in darkness, make sure you get all the understanding, overstanding, understanding that you can possibly get. Because at some point in your life, you're going to find yourself on the leading edge of all that is and all that will ever be. And you will have to show yourself approved. You have to show yourself what have you been doing while you were in the darkness? (laughs) What did you learn? Did you bring anything with you? Are your vessels full or are they empty? And I tell you, if they are empty, you'll be going back. (laughs) You'll be going back. You will repeat the lesson over and over and over again until you get it. Because, see, in the spiritual realm, there are no losers. They're all winners. We're all winners. We're all champions. We're all champions. The race wasn't given to the swift. (laughs) Okay? Even a turtle knows how to navigate itself through <laughs> society as it is, as it is and as it was created. And here we all have conscience. We know what's right and wrong, <laughs> which is, <laughs> and even even in that, when we get to a point where we know what's right is wrong, what what's right and wrong, we will come to the realization that there is no such thing as right and wrong because what will happen is that the right and the left will become one. It will become one. This is why, and a lot of people don't understand why they say it is what it is. It is what it is because everything has become one. And in that oneness, you can't even explain what it is. (laughs) What it is, you can't even explain it unless you go deep. You know, the deep is always calling the deep. We are some deep, deep, complex individuals, infinite in our existence, all-knowing, all-being, and a part of all that is. How can we not... How can we not see ourselves as such? How can we not look at ourselves in the mirror and say, oh, my God, here we are in this space and time to do our thing once again. We're here to demonstrate our divinity in the flesh. Our divinity is cloaked by the flesh. And even the flesh itself 
There's knowledge in the flesh, this body that has, what, 12 to 13 organ systems within it? Huh? The brain itself. I'm fascinated by the brain. How it just, (laughs) you know, you can just revamp, revamp it. You can just change it. It can be going in one direction, and you, you know, just by mere thoughts and a willingness, your willingness to seek it out, to seek within, it just opens up just by the mere idea of you knowing it. See, the idea that you know it. Not believe it, know it. Know it. We know something is greater. There's something greater than the mundane mediocrity of life. And we're downplaying life, really. When we get stuck in a muck, we're downplaying it. Because life is a beautiful thing. If only we step back and see what it has to say. If only we can listen. Listen. Just listen. Meditate, contemplate, however you want to do it. And I would go as far as to say it ain't going to take you, you know, five and six hours. All of that stuff, you know, <clears throat> and and maybe maybe you know, based on based on your style and the way you choose to express who you are from a divine perspective, you know, a lot of things are ritualistic, and even in rituals, they come they be, they become habitual. You know, I remember a time where I was ritual ritualistic. You know, habitual. I get up and do my altar and all this stuff, and you know, but the power resides within me. It's not in the altar. How must I? How must I set up an altar with incense and candles and crystals and 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 give offerings? Yet I do not give candles, crystals, and offerings to self. That altar must be set up within. Within. Do it holographically. (laughs) You know? Set it up holographically. And open up the space for other stuff to come in. for other stuff, for you to have access to other things, to be elevated and expanded more and more in your consciousness because it's a continuum. It's a never-ending thing because it's infinite in its existence. We're never, we're never complete, whole, and perfect. We're never complete because we're always going to the source. If we were 
so perfect and complete and whole, we would never be going to the source. But the source is within. Now, if I sit within the source, if I just lock myself into the seat of the source, lock myself into the seat of the source, seat of the soul, then I too am perfect, whole, and complete. Huh? I I am too. If you look at, if you look at, if you experience love long enough, <laughs> you become the embodiment of it. So when you go out into society or wherever you may find yourself, you radiate with that love. You radiate from the heart, solarness, sun disk of who you are. Love, that sacred, the sacred heart. Okay. And I'm not saying that you're going to come up, you know, you're going you're, you're gonna to love everyone, but you might not like everybody because differences. We are different. We are different. But even in your liking, you have to get to a place where you're just impartial. I don't like or dislike. I just have nothing. There's nothing there. And if there's nothing there, then whatever is going on, the situation that is going on, be it with the person, place, or thing, it will dissolve itself. It will just fall away. It will fall away. And if if it keeps coming back, eventually <laughs> it's going to get tired of coming back. Eventually, it'll get tired of it because it it will understand and know without a shadow of a doubt that there's nothing. There's nothing. You can't even penetrate that when you when a person knows. Now, I come on and do this show. <clears throat> it's a show. I talk and I, there's nothing, I don't, you know, I don't write out anything. I have an idea of what I want to speak about. But however it is delivered, it just randomly, it just randomly comes out. It just randomly comes out. As water, that's what I see. Floating down the stream, it just comes out. And um, <clears throat> this is not a speech. I don't, you know, this is a talk show, a talk cast where I come on and I deliver a message that would be somewhat palatable to the, to the consciousness of others. Why am I saying that? <laughs> I'm saying that because this is not a speech. It's just me coming on, talking about the things that I know and things that I have experienced in my life. And if it resonates with you, then so be it. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's okay if it doesn't. 
I know I had said yesterday, I, I usually, every now and then I go on YouTube and I'll invite others to come on, come to the show. But I also stated, I think, on the YouTube, uh, the tube, the iTube, it's all about I. Um, and then you, <laughs> I think I stated that, you know, if you if you don't want to come or if you don't want to listen or if it doesn't resonate, hey, stay on your square. Stay on your square until something does resonate with you. But I am so grateful that I can come forth and speak about things and think, and I've been thinking about things, and I listen to others who are also doing the same thing in which I'm doing it, but they're doing it even greater, and we're doing it all in our own greatness. Is it feels good to hear that they are saying the same thing that I am saying? So there's that lets me know that there's there's not one avenue on this material plane that has the answer to all of that exists. It cannot. It's impossible. There are many streams, streams of consciousness that will lead to the all, the truth of what you need to know for whatever it is that you are going through. And that truth will make you free from that situation. Once you are free from that situation, then you can freely make a decision and move out of it and not feel guilt or anger or rage about it. Actually, you feel it is what it is. When it is what it is, you recognize that there's a greater force behind the thing which you are experiencing that knows exactly what you need to do, how you need to do it. And because you now know that, all is now well with you. All is now well with you. And all is well with all of those that are involved. See, everything begins and ends with you. If you want something outside of yourself to be okay, then it has to be okay within you. It has to be okay within you. As, you know, as a mental practitioner, that's what the mental practitioner does. They go within. They never see the symptom. They never see the condition of the person. Because if they do see the condition of the person, then they have seen that condition within themselves. So in order to work out the kinks or the crooked places within that situation, They have to go within themselves 
and see the I am presence that is within them. I am perfect, whole, and complete. I have no need, no need to contend nor argue with anyone, for I know who I am. I know who I am. I am perfect, whole, and complete. I have no need to long for anything that belongs to another, for I know who I am. 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 I know what I am, and I know how I will serve. And step off the left. (laughs) Okay. And serve from the greatest aspect of who you are. And I'm going to say this because I got this from, I've been listening to the occultist, uh, dark occultist, that's it, dark occultist, uh, 99. He's also on YouTube and um, he talks about the different aspects of who we are. Now, he calls them archetypes and they are archetypes. I call them aspects of who we are different energies of who we are. You know, how can we not how can we not recognize the aspects of who we are yet we have different systems within our body? How can we not understand that there are different uh archetypes of who we are? Okay? There's an archetype for the heart and kidneys and things of this nature and so forth and so on. How can we not know that? But anyway he talks about he talks about those things, you know. <clears throat> and, you know, if you're on the show, you should listen to a show. Listen to a show because he has some he has some good stuff he, you know, he, he is dropping. Some good knowledge that he drops. Also, WGAG, I think I said WGAG, I think I'm saying, okay, the Don Nicoleon show. <laughs> listen to her. As well, she has some excellent knowledge to drop. And as I mentioned earlier, Dr. Well, Dr. Blair is no longer with us, but Dr. Uh, Jewel Pukram is with us, and she is still doing her thing. And I'm so grateful that I've come come in contact or I connected with her information because let me tell you something: as you grow. As you grow and grow and grow within the spiritual realm, you have more access, okay? And when you have more access to other things within you, greater aspects within you, then you're ready to receive other information from other beings, soul beings that are providing us with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So, you know, this is, and I only say this because, you know, I didn't I didn't just start out, Dr. Jewel Pukram, she's been on the scene for a very long time, a very long time. Now, had I got her information years ago, Let's say eight years ago, there is no way, no way I would have understood what she was talking about. But today I do. I know exactly what she's talking about. 
because there's a process to everything. <laughs> you cannot eat an elephant in one day, okay? And you cannot see the forest, the beauty of the forest, if you're too close to the tree. Sometimes you have to move back, get back, back, free yourself up so that you can see the whole of everything that is. And even in seeing the whole of everything is, you still ain't seeing. (laughs) You're still not seeing. You're just seeing the thing in which you need to see for your own wholeness. Because at the end of the day, we're all unified beings. We're all integrated beings. It's just a matter of you recognizing. That's where that self-realization comes from. You know, self-realization, self-actualization. That's where that comes from. Everything is self, self, self. Self. People may think, and when you when you begin your journey, people are going to think you're selfish. You know, you're all about yourself. You tell them, yes, I am. You should be too. <laughs> because if you was about yourself, and I'm already about myself, then maybe we can get something done. But you're too busy. <laughs> trying to redirect and reprogram me, and you can't reprogram a self-actualized, realized person. What you can do is hurt your head talking to them. You can hurt your head by talking to them. (laughs) So I say, you know, step back. Step back as far as you possibly can where you can get a better view. (laughs) Because I'm telling you, the view is much better where I am. It is much better where I am. Okay? I talked about the show was titled Healing from Within. Healing can only begin and maintain and sustain itself from within. There's nothing outside of you that can do that for you. Nothing. I am a Reiki master teacher. I have not mastered, I don't master anybody outside of me. I don't care. (laughs) My mastery is from within. (laughs) And that's on a continuum basis. That's on a continuum basis. It is the Reiki that masters me. (laughs) I yield myself to the chi and to the alignment of who I am from a divine perspective. And I strive, thrive to demonstrate who I am from that perspective. No one can heal you outside of yourself. You can go to the doctors. You can take all kind of medication. Matter of fact, you can take all kind of vitamins you want. I don't care how much supplement you take, okay? You can go to all the psychotherapists. 
You can even go to a psychic. You can go to a Reiki master, a Reiki therapist, if you will, psychotherapist, okay? But the power lies within you. See, when you go, when you go to these people, places, and things, what you are doing is that you are commending your spirit to that space. You're surrendering all of the power that you are to that space, and you're asking whatever that is outside of you to heal me. Here, he is all of my power. Can you heal me? They can't. I'm sorry. And I say I'm sorry unapologetically. (laughs) Shame on you. They can't do it. They can't do it. Everything is within you. Now, I'm not saying don't go to the hospital, don't go to the medical center, don't go to the doctors, the psychotherapists or the Reiki therapists or the energy healers or whatever the case is. I'm not saying that because at the same time, there's a divine cooperation going on at the same time, okay? There's the material plane communicating and cooperating with the divine. But the divine, the divine does not cooperate with anyone because it's already perfect, whole, and complete. It is the material plane that hmm, cooperates with the divine because it's the material plane that is imperfect, incomplete, and unsatisfied. So what I'm saying is that when you go, when you go to whatever medical physician you choose to go to, go with this in mind. I know who I am. (laughs) I know who I am. But go and get the information. And whatever resonates, let it resonate and fall on the square. Fall on your point. Your point. I do points. I don't do squares. (laughs) And move from there, okay? Move from there. If you're going to take medication, take that medication long enough so that it can reduce the resistance of the illness long enough for you to regain the consciousness of who you are from a divine perspective. Huh? (laughs) That's what it's about, people. We are the people. And I'm so grateful that I've come to this light. Yet consider myself one of the darker ones. Because I'm always in darkness. Because that's where I get my understanding from. I'm always in darkness. The show is, hey, the light. But I'm always in darkness. I'm always consumed by darkness. I'm always within myself. I'm always turning back within myself. So I bid you the speed of light that you do the same. 
bridge the gap between you and the I am. Bridge it. Find it. Find it within yourself. Go, go, go. And maybe you have to ask yourself, what what habits do I have, or what what kind of habit would I do I need to break in order to be uh, more beneficial to my divine to the divine aspect of who I am? Ask yourself that, and it will show you the I am, the presence, the indwelling Christ consciousness. All-knowing consciousness that is within you will show you. It will bubble up inside of you. And you will go, ah, there it is. And when it shows you and it lets you know, then you start making way, steps to rid yourself of that habit. Pull away from it, fast from it. You might have a habit of going to the movies all the time. Break that habit. Stop. It can be simple. You know, fasting is not just it's not just about fasting away from food, okay? Because a lot of people, me particularly, I don't eat a lot. But I do like to eat. But I don't eat in excess to where it consumes me. Food is not a comforter for me, so I don't have that habit. But reading is a comforter for me because it distracts me from whatever may be going on inside of me. Huh? See? Fasting, (laughs) fasting, you can fast from anything. You can fast from anything. Fast from looking out the window so much. <laughs> okay. And then you'll find out why you look out the damn window so damn much. <laughs> because of hypervigilance. And if there's a hypervigilance going on, surely there's an imbalance somewhere. But only you know that. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Oh my God! <laughs> I love it. I lo- I love I love when I can laugh at myself, <laughs> particularly when I'm upset about certain things. I love when I can turn within myself and laugh at how <laughs> foolish, foolish I can be sometimes. See. <laughs> Life is not as serious as you think it is. <laughs> it's the complexities within our minds and the conditions that we find ourselves in that cause this life to be hard and rigid because life has to reflect back to us that rigidness that is already within us. So we have to learn to be placid. Plastic, flexible, lucid, 
fluid, be like water, as Bruce Lee stated. Just flow. Just flow. And try to, you know, continue to flow downstream. Nine times out of ten, you know when you're trying to flow upstream because you hit resistance. You hit a, a barrier there. Okay, don't do that. See, this is a, when you hit that barrier, <laughs> this is when you just sit back and say, well, it is what it is. <laughs> and you relax and you release your control over whatever it is. And you let it let it take its course. Let nature take it take its course. Huh? That's what it's all about. So I'm going to go ahead and close out this show. You know, if you want to get in touch with the House of Sankofa Infinity, you can always reach me at I am Sankofa Nine at Gmail dot com. You can always reach me on Facebook, the House of Sankofa Infinity or Sankofa Infinity. You can always iMessage me there with any particular question about a situation that you may be going through. You know, I'll always take it to the head. I'll always take it to the mind. You know, so for an example, if you come to me asking, well, why do I keep creating this situation? I'm going to ask you, why are you creating this situation? <laughs> why do you think you need to create it? Because if you're creating a situation over and over again, absolutely, there is a need. You Somewhere in your mind, you think you need to create this situation over and over again. So, you know, that's what that's what we do here at the House of Sankofa Infinity. I am your host, Yahshua Elohim, and uh, I am so, you know, I'm an inspirational speaker. If you would like for me to come out and speak about certain things, um, I am open to do that. If you want a consultation, for uh, spiritual as a spiritual life coach that I am I'm open to that as well and uh yeah that's it you know um and even if you would like for me to come on your show to be a guest and speak about these things in which I know and the only reason that I know them is because I have experienced them so if I know them because I have experienced them, trust me, I know that there are others who have had this same experience because, once again, we are all connected. Oh, I want to say this. I want to say this before I close out the show because I came into this realization yesterday. You know, sometimes we can run into people who tend who we tend to have things in common with. Okay. And I'm going to say commonality with an individual. It can be from a mundane perspective or it can be from a deep 
perspective. It can be from a deeply emotional perspective. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that, yes, you can run into someone, you can meet someone who who uh, may uh, go to the same restaurant as you, okay? But that's surface. That's surface stuff. But you... But you can also meet someone who is beyond the surface. You know what I'm saying? We meet the tip of the iceberg of who we are every day because of basic commonalities. But there are others whom you can meet that is in the lower aspect of that iceberg. Okay, and most of the time, those that you meet from that deep and depthness are the ones that you will really, really, really are connected to. You you have a soul tie with. It's something you know. As as far as I'm concerned, the tip of the iceberg is <laughs> just the tip of the iceberg. Okay. Everyone gets to experience that, but no one, no one can experience the bottom or the end of that iceberg when it's underwater, when it's under in and it's in the subconscious of the mind, okay? I'm going to expand on this a little bit more next week uh, because I think it's very, I think it's a very, very important thing. Because a lot of times, when you know we meet people based on the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg effect, we actually think that we're supposed to be with that person, you know, or we're supposed to befriend that person in some kind of way, when in fact we have nothing in common. <laughs> We have nothing in common, but you don't find that out until you have blended yourself so deeply with that person's life and their life with yours. And by that time, sometimes it's too late. Well, I'll I'll go back. It's never too late. It's never too late. But I tell you what, when you do find out, when you do find that information out or that knowledge out, it can be somewhat challenging, you know, and a hard, hard, something hard to get out of, you know, because this is what you have tied yourself into that person based on mediocrity and the mundane things of society, commonality. I'm telling you, people, when you want to tie in with someone, be it friend or relationship, you want to tie in with them from a soul perspective, not from the physical material plane. You want to tie in with them from the subconscious bottom, the depth of who they are. And sometimes it takes time. It does take time. But, and once again, there is no such thing as time. And I say that because you can meet a person 
on your first day, and it it's done. It's a you know you're hooked into the individual because of that subconscious uh, connection, that seated soul connection, that deep down in the soul connection. So there is a difference. There is a difference, and like I said, when I come back next week. I will be able to elaborate on it and and expand on it a little bit more because I have to go within to find out exactly the particles in which I need to understand so that I can convey it in such a way that others can understand it. And it's more palatable, okay, because right now I'm saying it and maybe, maybe you're getting it and maybe you're not. I'm not really sure. But there is a difference. This is why some people click and some people don't, okay? You have to understand that there's, there's a, a clicking, okay? There is always a clicking, but sometimes that clicking is not imperative. It's irrelevant to who you are. It's irrelevant to who you are, okay? But anyway... Like I said, I'll come back and I'll do this show next Sunday. I will um, give an invite on YouTube on Saturday to come, you know, for anyone who has an ear to let him come and hear what does says Yeshua Elohim. Because I'm only speaking from my truth and my experience. And like I said, if it resonates with you, so be it. If it doesn't resonate, so be it. At the end of the day, it's still all good because all things are still working together for the good of all of those who are involved, okay? So with that, I'm going to go ahead and close out this show. I thank you so much for your attention, and I I, I look forward to receiving comments and questions and even invitations to events or certain things, but um, if, hey... It is what it is because I let it go. (laughs) I don't control that. So be blessed, stay focused, stay in the light. And as I always say, if you find yourself and if you are in darkness, which which we are always in darkness, get all the understanding, understanding, overstanding that you can possibly get. Because at some point you have to come to the leading edge of things and speak your truth. Someone needs to hear about your experience so that they can be released from whatever they're going through to go on and do what they need to do. And this is how the chain, the bond begins. See, this is how the links of the chain are strengthened, okay? This is how we hold hands with one another, by the consciousness of our mouth, by the consciousness of our mouth, the consciousness of our thought and the things in which we say. You see, the words in which we convey are the links, okay? The links, I'm just linking, sending out links, okay? So I am so grateful once again. I thank the gods, and I, I thank all the aspects of who I am for coming forth and allowing me to be somewhat of a mouthpiece to speak what it is that I have experienced in regards to my divine experience and my demonstration of that divine expression. So I say to you all, it is all good. (laughs) It is all good. See you next Sunday. Same time, same place.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.